This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Boy, oh boy, Prince Harry is really making the rounds lately. I guess they're going to have a lot to promote. Don't they have that deal with Netflix, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he was on Dax Shepard's podcast, Armchair okay. Expert, Mm-hmm. And he is still talking about how he's wanted to get out of the royal family um, for years. We have a little bit of a of a clip of him talking to Dex. Well, was it in my early twenties? I was a case of like, I just I don't want this job. Yeah. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. Look what it did to my mum. How am I ever gonna you know settle down? I have a wife and a family when I know that it's gonna happen again. I've seen behind the curtain. I've seen the business model. I know how this operation runs and how it works. Yeah. I don't want to be part of this. You were kind of cast into a movie without being asked. Yeah, your Truman Show would have to be the closest thing. It's a mix between uh, you- the Truman Show and being in a zoo. I think the, the biggest issue mm-hmm. for me was that being born into it, you inherit the risk. You inherit the risk that comes with it. You inherit every element of it without choice. Wow. That's I got goosebumps. I feel really bad because he said, he went on to say that there's... Um, he wanted to break the cycle within mm-hmm. his family after realizing that much of the way he was treated as a, a youngster was the result of how his own father was treated by Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. Mm-hmm. And he said, I never really saw it and I never knew about it. And then suddenly I started to piece things together and go, okay. So this is where he went to school. This is what happened. I know about his life. I also know that it's connected to his parents. So mm-hmm. that means he's treated me the way he was treated. So how can I change that for my own kids? That's part of the reason that he moved to, uh, to the yes. United States. And Meghan Markle assured him that she didn't need to be a princess because he was becoming he had this like angry side to him. Mm-hmm. And so then he went and sought therapy and. He sounds like a really reflective, articulate, you know, self-examining dude. Yeah, and I think that the the common quick response to this, this whole story of him wanting out, is, oh, come on. You're a prince. You got everything taken care of. You know, it's it's very easy, I think, to look at that from through that lens of you are... You're literally royalty. What yeah. are you complaining about? Whereas when he talks there with Dax Shepard about it, you realize that, no, he's really just a human being mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. who is experiencing one reality while looking out and on TV or at the playground as he goes by in a bulletproof vehicle, seeing normalcy, yes, normal childhoods and experiences. And then, of course, who are we to disagree with his own personal experience with the loss of his mother. Mm-hmm. 
It's yeah, it's interesting. He, he ain't never going back. By the way, that that bridge I think is burned. Yeah, I think so too. And I think, like, I try to put myself in a position where I have disagreed with my father, mm-hmm. and that is a really painful experience when your parent turns you away because mm-hmm. they don't agree with something you're doing or the way you're living. I can't yeah. imagine how much more trauma that is for him knowing that he loves his father but his father didn't do for him what he wants to do for his own kids and i'm guessing that situation with your father had to do with the decision to get into country radio <laughs> was, it, was it that oh my God. Good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. actually you want to know what it was i moved in with my boyfriend oh who i was sure. engaged Not. to oh they didn't Catholic. agree with that yep oh and I was living in another state, and yeah. I got to a point where I really needed my, my parents because I was having a medical um, uh, scare. Mm-hmm. And just feeling like you can't reach out is ju- it's just a terrible, mm. terrible feeling. So I feel yeah. for this guy yeah. so much because th- his father is going to become king, mm-hmm. right? He... He has to stay in the jail that he's in if he's to fulfill the expectations that were put on him by his own mother, the right. queen and father. You wonder it's if, very complicated. Could they get together? Could Charles and Harry and William, for that matter, all get together and just say, even without the queen, you know what I mean? Although I think the Queen is more has more of a soft spot for sure. Harry. Yep. But if maybe if just the boys there get together and could Charles get to a point where he says, Look, I get where you're coming from. I am I am I don't see it the same way. I am continuing on this path. And we love you. And how about you sort of shut down interviews? You've had these opportunities to process this and we will commit to doing things better. And grow. I don't know. Is it, am I being like naive there and thinking a conversation like that could happen with Not the three naive. of them? Not naive. I th- it seems to me like Harry is the one who wants to continue to communicate and keeps trying, but he still has a right to live his own life, right? He he has a right to speak his truth. Sure. You know, but I think that they find that hurtful. One of the things that he said is that so when he moved to the states. He said, um, I can actually lift my head and feel different. My shoulders have dropped. Her shoulders have dropped. You can walk around feeling more free. I can take my two-year-old on the back of my bicycle. And I would never have had the chance to do that if I were living in the UK. Because the press there, I don't think we even understand how brutal the press is there. And to Dak Shepard's point, saying that it's... To Harry, it's like you've been cast in a movie that you never auditioned for. You understand the the, the pressure of celebrity. You know, here in, here in America, we criticize celebrities all the time. Anytime that they don't want the attention, and we're like, well, you got into movies. You got into television. This comes with it. Whereas we often forget the humanity of these celebrities as well yes. here. And maybe yes. they got into that because they love to perform and they love the arts, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's this double-edged sword that comes with fame. But at least with our celebrities, they have made a choice. They have risked getting into that industry, realizing that there may be some drawbacks, whereas he was just born. And, might I say, a lot of his success that he's 
experiencing or going to experience on these new ventures are a result of the fact that he is a member of the royal family. Yes. It's not just like some random ginger Mm -hmm. off the street who's like, hey, I got this great idea for Netflix. And Netflix, Reed Hastings is like, great, I want to meet with you. Right. Yeah, there's a whole lot of privilege that comes with even this new reality, this American life and all of that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, I mean, if if nothing else, it's cool. It's cool that that he's talking simply because, and I'm no diehard fan of the Royals, but it's just fun to hear from someone in the royal family because generally it is so tight-lipped, it is so rehearsed, it is so a statement from the desk of the Queen, Her Majesty, and it's like, okay, I got nothing, <laughs> nothing here. I think we need to get the Queen yeah. with Dax Shepard one time before she relinquishes the throne. Yeah. Get her a little tequila and then just let's talk. Let's get her talking. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. What a journey. Guys. Meanwhile. No, it's, it's just... Um, it's like I can't let go of the fantasy world of what it is to be in the royal family. Mm-hmm. And then you hear him talk so passionately and honestly about wanting to have a normal life for his kids. Right. And you've got to go, I, what is my problem? Just let it go. He wants to be his own person. Yeah. You know what it is here? I, I feel like in America, that's our our dream. Every little girl dreams about being a princess. And we don't have that here. Right. right. We have everything right. else. And the grass is always yeah. greener on the other side. You I mean, know? Have you yeah. seen the chip aisle at the grocery store? Jeez. All they do, they wear <laughs> so we gowns. We have everything. They wear gowns over there. We wear pantsuits over here. It's not as glamorous, women in power, as it is in Britain. It seems so... There's, there's, there's this mystique about it. Hell, they live in a castle. Yeah. Yes, they do. Like, literally. I'm going to start literally. wearing a fascinator. But it kind of, called? oh, that might make you feel better, John. <laughs> Remember the fascinator? Oh, man. It was really hot there for a I, minute. I, I mean, and think about every little girl. What does she want to be for Halloween? She wants to be some kind of princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at Frozen and all the Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Everything is centered around being a princess. Right. And it's not everything is cracked up to what it you know yeah looks like what it's cracked up. What's the term? I it's, it's not something what about you cracking said. up to be. <laughs> I just know that it's not all what it's cracked, cracked up, up to, to be. be. There you go. Thanks, Don. Nice job, Don. That nice was you. Don was a more preserver. helpful. Yeah, that was good. I was just like, watch her drown. Yeah. You just swallowed water. It's gonna happen soon. <laughs> We're almost girl. done with this. <sighs> Let me just say one more thing about all that. Is I get it, Don. Like that fascination with the royal family because. Here, we have it also, I think, not everybody, but a lot of folks with celebrities where you see celebrities and you think they're living the life. So we hear from Harry, he's living this actual literal royal life and turns out it's no life at all for him. And how many Hollywood stories have we seen where it just ends in isolation, this sort of personal prosperity Mm-hmm. And this person, or this professional prosperity, and this personal poverty, yes, that is all happening at the there same time, and it just isn't. It just money can't buy happiness, I fame know. can't buy happiness. It's like these elementary lessons that we just have to keep learning and, and learning and reminding. People always, when we talk about the royals or somebody who's a celebrity, we'll always get an email, and it's like, "Oh, cry me a river, they're filthy rich." That what does that mean? That doesn't mean anything to me. No. Yeah. Well, money, uh, they say money can't buy happiness. I always say I'd love to test the theory. But 
it does it can eliminate a lot of daily stresses and i think that's the nerve that it hits yes. where someone who's listening says if i could just have these car bills paid for and not worry about rent and all of that i could go about living a more abundant life yeah um and so it takes away some of those worries but then you realize once you check those boxes and remove the worries there are all sorts of bigger voids internally yes. that money will not fill for you right exactly steve and by the way Whatever. shout out to our friend listening in greece oh hi, hi. it's know. will he's in athens oh big willie will. hey will big willie big willie it's Gosh. big nasty to big will oh, big nasty God. to big will <laughs> anyway. we love you will 